Welcome to the Dead Pair Podcast, energized by KLMO Game Boy US, with your hosts, Jason Rambo and Sean Alley. Coming in hot with the 411 on all things sporting clays. Your go-to source for information, education, and entertainment from the new shooter to the seasoned competitor. Oh, I'm a junkie, man. I want to play with the buttons. He just I, likes to throw people onto the bus. Right. We're not used to that yet. <laughs> That's part of the show. Does your brain hear what your mouth is saying? Hey, I'm going to call Dave when the podcast is over and ask him what half the words are. Let's rapid fire. Let's do the hot seat. Let's get her done. Often imitated, but never duplicated. And now, it's showtime. Let me put my air guitar down. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Coming in hot, Sean Alley. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to squash some grapes tonight, I guess you can say. That's one way to put it. Yes. That's one way to put it. Uh, got a special guest. A special guest that you all will recognize. An inspiration. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, to us, anyway. Right. It's part of the reason why we're here. Yes, absolutely. We will have the host of Shotgun Sports USA, Justin Barker, on here in just a minute. Yep, and for all of you out there that, I don't know, maybe you heard rumors that we don't see eye to eye or get along, nothing yeah. can be further from the truth. We see each other out on the course, you and know, we're friendly, we wave, we talk, there, there ain't no problems. It's so funny because, you know, we have people come up to us all the time at a shoot, and they're like, uh, the other podcast, I'm like, it's okay, you can say the name, Right, right. It's like, dude, it's we're, like, look, we get along with him, yeah, right? Yeah, there's so, no problems, there's no problems. And there's something that may or may not be coming at the nationals that I may or may not be able to discuss. You better that, just zip it right now. Okay. All right. Just zippity zippity. Z- yeah. <laughs> but I mean, on that, let's, we can keep talking about the other stuff. So I came in here tonight, printers are smoking and there's banners flying everywhere and signs landing on the floor as I walk in the door. Mm-hmm. Are you ever going to let up? I freaking don't know. <laughs> I haven't been able to get out and shoot, have you? No, I mean I, I'm stuck here. I was I've been here at six a.m. every day and wrap it up around five o'clock and then roll into the podcast studio and here we are at eight twelve. Uh, well, we got another hour to go. Sure, we got to call Justin yet. Yep, at least an hour. Yep, maybe longer. So long, this, long days. This is why your wife hates me. Labor of love. <laughs> Labor of love. Oh man, so. In other words, what you're telling me is Chad came in here uh, from California, mm-hmm. and he came just to see you and give you a lesson, and you're not implementing anything he told you. Yes. Shame on you. The key word is yet. Okay. And All actually, right. you know what? I have been reading through that packet he gave me. A lot yeah. of good information in there. Incredible uh, information. Yep. And I, I really appreciate that, Chad, if you're listening, man. Thank you so much. And especially, I appreciate you working with me. Uh, on my shooting and stuff and helping me out on a few things. Had a couple aha moments. So. But but to go back to what, j- just briefly, what he was talking about when he was in the studio, that packet of information he gave you, without him standing over your shoulder, would you have understood everything that's in that packet? Probably not. No, right? and and I mean, he's not tall enough to stand over my shoulder. But, um, <laughs> but you understand what I'm talking about. I know about. what you're saying. Uh, all I'm getting at is that, yeah, I mean, it's always nice to be able to collaborate visual with reading something you know what yeah. i mean and i think that goes hand in hand with a lot of things but if you okay let me let me rephrase that question if you would have gotten his packet of information prior to going out to a lesson with him 
Do you think that the stuff that's in that packet would have made as much sense as it does now? I mean, I think you have to take it in context. You know, if there's yeah. certain things that I'm looking for or answers, I mean, I think that any kind of reading that you do, I mean, I just finished reading Anthony's book, and I would say the first... Uh, the Bible. Sure. The first, you know, half or maybe two-thirds of it was a, a lot of rehashing of stuff that I've already read and already know, you know, stance, posture, you know, methods and all that stuff. But as I got into the back of the book where the more advanced stuff is, man, I, I had a lot of aha moments reading that. Right. But I don't think I would have had the same appreciation if I'd have read that book two or three years ago because I wasn't shooting enough. Right, right. You know what I mean? So a lot of that stuff in the beginning of the book probably would have applied a lot more to me as a beginning shooter. Yes. But the stuff at the end of the book, I probably would have been clueless about. But now right. that I've been shooting long enough to realize what he's talking about, and that's where we keep saying the, the level of experience you have, I think, directly influences what you can learn. Yes. You have to you know, be there and done that in order to appreciate some of the finer or more advanced topics that some of these shooters talk about. So let me ask you a question. This is... Um Oh boy, I hope I hope my buddy Chad doesn't take this wrong. So we've had Gavin Miles on this show. Mm-hmm. We've had Wendell Cherry on the show. Mm-hmm. We've had uh, Anthony Matteris, yep. Digweed, Digweed, David Radulovich. Um, a lot of big name shooters, right? Can you see an evolution of what we listen to in Chad's literature? You mean as as what he's teaching, or are you just like an overall? Yes and yes. <laughs> well, that clears so, it up as good as mud. No, no. Okay, so let me let me let me clarify. And I'm not trying to make a sales pitch for Chad. Um, again, Chad, we love you, buddy. No, I don't mean any offense by that. So, the packet that he gave you. Yeah. Can you understand how Chad derived his information? Yes, and and Chad, like so many other shooters, is a product of the coaches that he's visited. He's a. It, Product of evolution, too. Exactly. Right. And, and and that's the thing that you got to look at. I mean, let's 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 be honest. If you're a listener out there, you know, you've heard the big names. You know the big coaches yeah. and everything. Everybody wants to go see Anthony. Everybody wants to go see David. Everybody wants to go see, you know, Zach, blah, 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 blah. Right. But if you're not able to do that, right. you know, or let's say you're not in the area where it's, you know, there's still plenty of other great coaches out there. And, Absolutely. And Chad is one of those guys that... Yes, he's a big personality, and yes, you see him all over social media and stuff. But not only that, he the guy knows what the heck he's talking about. Oh yeah, I mean he really does. Absolutely. And I can't again, I can't thank Chad enough for the, the time he spent with me because, um, and I know you've had a lot more interaction with him than I have, but I'm just saying that you know he he looked me over and discovered a few things and didn't want to make any major changes, but he actually did help me on on two or three things that really turned the light bulb on. Uh, on certain shots, and uh, and we talked, you know, in a lot of detail about different methods, different ways you set up for shots, depending on the speed, the range, the distance, and blah 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 blah. So, right, um, you know, he's dude. Chad is on it. He he's a yeah. he's a student of the industry. Yes, and he he's learned all that, and he's put it together. And I don't think you could go wrong with with going with Chad as a coach. Seriously, yeah. uh, if you're out in the West Coast, California, Arizona, 
um, look Chad up and give him a call because I guarantee you're going to get your money's worth. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm anxious to see how you apply it to your shooting. I'm anxious I just got to gotta how, find you, some you know. time to actually get out in the field and do it, man. That's the problem. <laughs> hey, I, I'm um, just swamped eyeballs here I, at work. I, I know a guy that's got a five stand in his driveway. Yeah. Well, when you can't leave to go get lunch at work, <laughs> you, you, right. know, we're, right. you know, what do I what do? I, do? I so. get it. I get it. I get it. So, okay. So, we're moving on to our guest tonight, Justin Barker. Mr. Barker, yes. Big inspiration to both of us. Absolutely. Um, we got started because of him. Well, um, I mean, you were the original listener. You know, you drove a original lot. Original listener? I don't know about that. Well, but. you were the one that told me about the podcast. You're like, man, you got to listen to this podcast about shooting and blah, blah, blah. Kevin DeMichael, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if I've ever said this on this podcast or not. I bet you I listen to every episode of Behind the Break at least five times. Yeah. And people look at me and they go, "Are you, you know, they have classes for people like you. And it's like, no, listen. <laughs> When you drive as much as I was driving, and you, you got to understand, from start to finish of my destination, you would have to constantly be flipping channels, right? Because you're mm-hmm. going to run out of range. And I don't, I didn't have serious XM in the truck and all that other stuff, so I listened to podcasts. And when he would have a guest on, like Wendell or whoever, I'd listen to that podcast. All the way there when it came out, and then I listened to that podcast all the way home. Yeah, and you were probably driving what hour, hour and a half or more each way. Two hours plus. Two hours plus. Right. Yep. So to listen to an hour and a half podcast, I was all about it. And see me, you know, I'm on the other hand. I I, I live ten fifteen minutes away from my shop. Sure. No, so I don't have time to get in the truck. And I, I mean, it, it it's great if you have that time. But you've made this joke about me being like one of these people that knows all the player stats and what well, you, you do but no but it's well you listen to a podcast five times in a row yeah then you better know what the hell they're you better talking know about. either yeah. that or you weren't listening exactly know? so but no anyway he was uh he was a big inspiration for us getting started and uh like i said a million times behind the break was ending we we felt there was a void there to fill and and, that, and we actually talked to Justin and Lank before we started our podcast yeah, to get some ideas and some help, and he was a big help in that. So. Absolutely. So, hey, we got a ton of questions for him. Yeah. Let's get him on the phone, and let's talk to him. Make it happen. Let's do it. All right, I've waited a long time for this one. This man needs no introduction whatsoever. The host of Shotgun Sports USA. What's up, Justin Barker? What's up, guys? How you doing? Rocking and rolling here in Ohio, man. How's things down there in the south, well, in, the, in the hot yeah. south? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's hot. I don't know how it is up there, but down here it is smoking hot. Well, I can, for sure. I can tell you what, it's probably 20 degrees cooler up here. Sean's a big boy like yourself, and he ain't making it too well. So I don't know if George would fare too well for him. No, <laughs> no. I'm not. Yeah. Us large mammals don't do well down that southern heat. So, you know, it was funny. We went to the north central regional up there at Northbrook uh, a couple weeks ago, and it felt great to me. It was 80s, mid 80s, humidity was low, and everybody from up there was like, oh, it's so hot up here. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know what hot is. Yeah. Right. Well, to be, to be fair, though, you got to come up and visit us in January and February. Then you'll know what cold is. <laughs> I don't, Sean, I, I mean, do you really get cold? You know, big guys don't get cold. Well, February, I do. February, I'm just borderline suicidal. <laughs> so I, I can make it through December. I'm like, okay, you got Christmas, you got New Year's. January, it's like, ah, it's winter. And by February, I'm like, okay, I'm done with this crap. Over with it. Let's get into some warm weather. <laughs> we wish it was that way here. Yeah, we wish it was that way here. Uh, 
Well, so. Justin, I, I wanted to do this with you. You know, we had recorded you down at uh, Jack Links, and of course, as everybody knows, somebody forgot to flip a switch, and we lost our audio to everything down there, not mm-hmm. just yours. So um, yeah. this is kind of cool to catch up with you. It's, I don't know, man. It You know, there's a weird dynamic around the sport, and I wanted to kind of squash that and show everybody that we do peacefully coexist. Right, so, right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we're not going to, I mean, look, you know, here's the question I've been begging to ask you, Justin. So back in the day, when you first got yeah. started way, I mean, at the very start, what yeah. was the the push or what was the thought about starting a podcast about sporting clays? What made you do that jump or what made you make that happen? Well, uh, back, I think I got in this sport in 2016. So I got in it slow, went with a guy that I worked with, and he kind of introduced me to sporting clays and eventually got with Kevin and all them guys. But so I would be sitting in the house watching, I don't remember, maybe a football game, baseball, whatever it was. And I, for the past three or four days during this time, I noticed my wife walk by with air, you know, AirPods, whatever earphones in her, in her ears. And I watched her for a couple of days and I finally stopped her. I said, what are you, what are you, uh, what are you listening to? Are you listening <laughs> to some song? I mean, I, she said, no, I'm listening to a podcast. And I, I knew what a podcast was, but I didn't know people listen to them. Mm-hmm. And I said, what, uh, you know, what's it about? And she told me, and I thought, well, I mean, instantly, it was like an instant thought. Well, I wonder if they got one of those for sporting plays. So I pulled out my phone, and they didn't that I could find. And I typed, I typed in clay shooting and sporting clays, and I couldn't find one. So I instantly just thought, all right, well, I wonder if I could do this. And I kind of did some research on it. And, you know, and then we started probably – started behind the break probably, I don't know, two or three months after I thought about that. Mm-hmm. Got with Kevin and Alex, and, and uh, man, it was – it was good because I was new and it was a way to talk to these guys that really knew what they were doing and I could listen to them and sit and listen to it again and again and again, like your wife does Jason, when you edit something Oh yeah, and, and it's, you know, it's just, that's, that's how we started. Well, did you have like a specific mission or goal that you were trying to accomplish with, with that podcast or did you have something in your mind that you wanted to focus on? Well, I knew, I knew there was more people out there like me. Mm-hmm. You know, that was new to the sport, didn't know a whole lot about it. Uh, and I figured, you know, let's record this stuff when we call these people and put it out there and let people hear, you know, the same kind of stuff that I want to hear. You know, I want to hear, you know, how, how you got started and how how you practiced and how you I mean, everything, mm-hmm. you know, and I st- still to this day. I mean, we have those episodes published in there. You know, you can go back and listen to them. And they're still some of the best, uh, most helpful uh, episodes of a podcast that, that you can listen to when it comes to uh, practice routines and you know pre-shot routines and stuff like that. So absolutely. Well, I bet you had no idea how much work it was going to be when you started that, did you? <laughs> no. Well, you know, it's funny. I'll tell you the first episode we did way back then. Uh, we all met in my office, and I had three different microphones, and I didn't know how to work any of them. And they're all plugged into a computer and it sounded terrible. It's still, it's still published. It's funny to listen. It's 18 minutes long. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, we sat there and talked about golf clubs and we talked about, uh, just all kinds of stuff, shotgun shells, whatever it was. And then once I figured out, all right, I need to edit this, then the the real task came in. And it's, it, it is a real, 
it's a job in itself to edit a podcast. Oh, to my record gosh. one, to edit one. And, and the longer you do it, the, the better you get at it. And But the longer you do it, you still want to get even that much better mm-hmm. right. at, at editing something. So it still takes you a long time, even though you really know what you're doing by, you know, three or four years later. So Yeah, and, you know, it's another thing, too. It's like every time that you and I would talk, you know, we would kind of bounce ideas back and forth. You know, you've helped my wife a ton with editing as far as, you know, the software and stuff like that goes. Um, yeah. But let's let's go back. I want to talk about that for a second. On average, and, and let me explain why I'm asking this question, but on average, how many hours do you put into a single podcast? And the reason why I ask that is because I've been keeping a log since the beginning of th- this year. And I personally put about 15 hours into a podcast. I think my wife does, depending on the audio quality, anywhere from six to eight hours, maybe a little bit longer on a bad one. And that doesn't include what Sean does on the other end of it. You know, that doesn't even include social media stuff. So how much time do you put into a podcast now per episode? You're gonna, if you're going to have a 30-minute episode, it's going to take you an hour to record it. Or if you're going to, that's me, you may, you may be different, but you know, if you're going to have an hour episode, you're going to have an hour and a half worth of content. So you're going to sit there first off arranging it, as you know, isn't it e- as easy as you think it is. It's, right. you know, you gotta, you gotta make sure they're going to call and you gotta make sure that you're on their schedule because you're asking them to come on. So, mm-hmm. you know, that part of it is challenging and then you got to record it. So I would say, I don't take that long, Jason, because, um, I've been doing it for a while and I kind of know what buttons to push now, but I would say I probably take the day prior to me recording an episode. I'll outline what I want to talk about, you know, and think about that. I'll record it and then I'll edit it. So probably five or five hours, five or six hours, maybe on a big one with multiple people. It'll take way longer than that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny because like, if I know the person really well, it doesn't take that long. Right. It's easy right. for me. But yeah. if I don't, the research that I put into it and, you know, I'll sit two, three nights ahead of time and write down questions. I mean, we don't do anything scripted, neither do you. But what I'm talking yeah. about is like, you know, I want to make sure we're asking questions to keep the show on track um, and yeah. not go down rabbit holes. And so the time that I put into that and then, of course, you know, the day of launching the podcast, everything that I do is about 15 hours an episode. The fun part is sitting down in front of the microphone and actually recording it because that's yeah. when you get to talk about it, you know. Right. That's right. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's fun. Um, it's uh, I learn something every time that I do one. I don't care if I'm talking to the same person for the third time. I still learn something every time I talk to somebody. Absolutely. And, yeah. And, you know, and as long as everybody keeps listening and as long as everybody, you know, wants you and I and, you know, to, to keep doing them, then we're going to keep doing them. But uh, I'll tell you what would be funny. And, and I wish I had a way to ask this. If I could take what I cut out and put into an episode. <laughs> <laughs> like a bloopers reel or something. Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. Oh, yeah. It will be pretty good, I'm telling you. It's funny you're saying that. My wife wants to do a bloopers episode. I mean, there's been several times where she's sitting there laughing hysterically. And, and you yeah, know, it's, and it's funny. It's stuff we got to cut out, you know. Not everybody can have a podcast like Gary. <laughs> but uh, it's, yeah. uh, it, it, it's not just a language thing. It's people get tongue-tied, and it just gets funny, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and I'd love to put all that together for a bloopers episode. I'm sure you've got some good ones, too. 
Oh, yeah. I would like to do one with the language. I think it would be hilarious because I've had people on there, especially Gary. I mean, I let a lot slide when I did that episode with Gary, and I got a lot of a lot of backlash for that. But, you know, it is it's Gary. If you know Gary, that's just the way he is. But if I could take some of that stuff just out of his episode that I cut out that didn't make the cut, yeah, you would you would you would see what I was talking about. It would be really funny. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny you mention that, Justin, because you know, Jason and I I always say we, we don't know what we don't know. And we've had a couple episodes where we've received backlash, depending on whether it was the guest or whether it was the topic. And I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about here. I I mean, are there any podcasts that you regret doing uh, just because of either the content or the guests that you had on the show? Or do you just kind of brush it off and say, whatever, it was just a podcast and people can take it or leave it? You know, now I don't, anything that, that I've published, I don't regret doing at all. Actually, I've got several that I haven't published just because I didn't think they were that good. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, uh, you know, I, I, I guess I, re- and those people have never asked like, Hey, where's my podcast at? I've kind of wondered if they've ever thought that, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, it, if it don't, I like people to, to, to keep a conversation going. If it's, it, and I, you know, if you just answer me with yes, or you answer me with no, then it's just not a conversation that I think people want to listen to. Exactly. They don't listen to me talk, you know? Right. Yeah. We've had a few of those too. So I know exactly what you're talking about. I know everybody that's out here listening to this podcast, once it's all mixed down, I mean, it's, it's so easy to sit there, start an episode, whether it's, you know, shotgun sports USA or the dead pair or whatever. It's so easy to sit there and listen to it and say, Oh, that was, that was easy. That was great. That must've been a lot of fun, but they just don't have any idea what it really actually took to get it to that point. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Jason, Jason and I were talking the other day about, you know, I had noticed that some more uh, Clay Target podcasts were coming out, and that's, you know, that's great. But after five or six episodes, I don't see anymore. Like, they quit. Like, it's, you yeah, know, they I mean, figured out, they figured out how tough. much work it was. You know, I was telling him, <laughs> I was telling him about the one that you and I found, Sean. Yep. And they had like five episodes, and they've been they disappeared. Nowhere, nowhere to be found. Yeah, disappeared. You know? yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people have pie in the sky. Uh, you know, realizations as far as, uh, oh, we're going to start a podcast and we're, you know, this and that, whatever. But when it comes down to it, I keep telling Jason all the time, getting the speakers and stuff on, it's like herding cats. I mean, there's always scheduling conflicts, <laughs> last minute cancellation. You're laughing, but because I know you know what we're talking about. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and that's some of the frustrating stuff because it's like, man, you work so hard to get things lined up and then somebody calls you half an hour, an hour before the podcast. Well, you know, my wife got sick or my daughter has a recital I didn't realize. Or the best one yet. I got the mini excavator stuck and I gotta go get the dozer to pull it out. Yeah, that was that was an actual Do you know, do you know who that is, Justin? <laughs> I don't. Who is that? It's the worst offender of everybody. Come on, man. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> He's, he's has got, to be David. There, there you go. go. There you go. Uh, yeah, we, we. What's he? What's he doing on big equipment? Uh, he was. Uh, he was actually clearing a bunch of land down there at uh, Cypress Creek, and I don't know. Somebody. Somebody had the wrong idea of letting him have the keys to a piece of equipment, and he. He actually was chasing a beaver with it and buried the mini excavator. Yeah. Well, so. and, and the the rub of the whole thing was that was the episode where we did the debate between him and Anthony, right? Yeah. And it was his idea to do this. <laughs> yeah. And he calls us like Anthony's on the phone waiting because you know how Anthony is. He's prompt. He's he's a man that goes by a schedule. I mean, that you could set time by Swiss watch with, with Anthony. But David calls and it's like, dude, we got Anthony on hold. 
well, I can't make it tonight. Dude, this was your idea. I got an excavator stuck. Jason said, grab the dozer, pull it out, and get your ass on the phone. <laughs> so, yeah, old yeah. David, old David. Old David, that's right. But anyways. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think what what's going to end up having to happen with you and I and whoever else wants to get in, into uh, what I call advertising for the sport is video, which I'm not really looking forward to. Mm. But I think that it will – I think that it will definitely grow listenership. And I think that, you know, some people may like to see uh, who's talking on the other end, but you know, I hadn't gotten that far yet and don't really want to. Well, and it's a, it's a lot more, a lot more work too. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, you audio, oh, yeah. audio mixing is one thing, but video is a whole nother ball oh, of wax. Boy. So, Oh yeah. You remember those, those Chinese movies that you used to see that were made <laughs> over there? <laughs> I, I know where you're going with this. I know where you're yeah, going. That's how, that's how my video would look. The, the mouth would not match the, the sound. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So, uh, so let me ask you, if, if, you had to, if you had to do it over again, if you had to go back and say, all right, we're about to start a podcast, would you do it? I think I would because I love it so much. What's your answer, Sean? Yeah, I, I would. I mean, again... The idea that we started with was mainly our focus was to, uh, you know, push on getting new people into the sport, right? Me and Jason love the sport just like you do. And our big yeah. push was to try to get more people involved because I think a lot of people don't know about this sport that could potentially be participants, right? So right. From, the, from that angle, that was always our big push. And I always wanted to try to, to do something to give back to the sport and grow the sport. It's just when you factor everything else involved, you know, we really didn't have any idea the amount of, oh, I mean, I, I would hate to even put a number on the hours I, that we've I, spent. Yeah. I mean, if you'd worked a regular job, we'd have made a lot of money. <laughs> if, <laughs> you know? if we were getting paid by the hour. If we are getting paid by the hour. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, there's a lot of stuff we had to learn, a lot of software we had to learn, a lot of this and that, ins and outs, and then, and then just getting to know the people in the sport. I mean, me and Jason aren't world-class shooters, and, you know, we knew a right. few people, uh, but, you know, we didn't know Anthony when we started. We didn't know David all that well right. when we started. I mean, all these people we made connections and relationships with. So that helped, you know, grow our podcast. But it took yeah. time to understand and learn yeah. who, who everybody is and what they're all about. And, you know, it's it, it's a small community. It's kind of clicky in a little little bit of ways. So there's, you know, certain people that fit our mold other than uh, better than others. But at the same time, Again, you don't know what you don't know. So you pretty much have to go into it and just say, well, whatever's going to happen is what's going to happen, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed meeting the people for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them I call my good friends and, and uh, you know, talk to them on a regular basis and and look forward to going to the shoot, the next, you know, the next shoot to, to see them and talk to them. And yep. I've always got my stuff. Now, I'll tell you one thing that, that, I, that I do a lot. And I feel like stop. I need to stop doing it. Is I carry all this stuff with me to these sheets, and when I get there, I'm having such a good time. I don't want to record anything. So uh, then I pay, you know, the extra two hundred dollar baggage fee to get it on the plane, and then back on the plane to come back home, and I never even opened it up. So yeah, Jason, and that, I've done the same thing, man. Yeah. So don't feel bad. But you know, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm doing it, and you know, I don't. I don't plan on stop. You know, stopping unless I have to. So. Yeah. Well, what's, I, I tell you what, so looking back now that you've come as many years as you have, what's one of the biggest challenges that you've had to overcome, you know, doing the, the podcast for our sport? Uh, I don't know that I've really had a challenge that, uh, the, the ch well, I would say a challenge would be to keep bringing, um, different stuff 
mm-hmm. and not, not consistently repeating myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I felt like at one point that I was, you know, starting to repeat myself and, and ask the same questions all the time. And I kind of thought about it, you know, well, let's, let's, instead of asking these same questions, let's start asking questions like I'd be asking the questions, you know, what's, mm-hmm. and, you know, and trying not to repeat myself because, you know, you know how it is. If you hear the same thing over and over and over and over again, even though it's somebody different, it's still listening to the same thing over and over again, you right. know? So right. that's probably the biggest challenge is, is coming up, trying to come up with good questions and, and, um, you know, and, and having uh, my main concern every time I do one is how does it sound, mm-hmm. which comes into the editing part of it. It's not, you know, did I ask the right stuff anymore? It's, it's how does it sound? If it doesn't right. sound good, then, then it aggravates me. So. Mm-hmm. so with all this being said, Justin, you're still working a full-time job at a dealership. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I buy, you know, I have people ask me that all the time. I buy, what I do is I work at, at a Toyota dealership in middle Georgia, which is one of the biggest in the Southeast. It's not the biggest, but one of the biggest in the Southeast. And I buy cars, I appraise cars and, you know, get inventory, the pre-owned inventory in for the, for the people to sell. So I've been doing that for 20, probably 24 or five years now. Really? And uh, yeah, I was, I, I was brought up in the, in the automotive industry and that's what my dad did. And he did, matter of fact, he did the same thing that I'm doing now. So uh, that's all I really know. I like, uh, you know, I like doing it, but it's, you know, in, in these times where all the, you know, the car prices are so high right now that it's just, it's a little aggravating because you got to pay so much for stuff, but right. it is what it, it is, what it is. It's, you know, it's a job. I've been doing it forever. I feel like I'm good at it and, and, uh, I'm going to keep doing it until I have to stop. So, well, let me, but yeah, I get off work at eight o'clock at night, you know, most, you know, oh, wow. I get off at six, but I'll go in at nine and, and get off at you know, seven or eight o'clock and, and then come home and have to record a podcast and you have to edit, edit it, you know? And so it's, it's a, it's a full, it's a full, I think I got two full-time jobs. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sometimes feels that way. Doesn't it? So it does. let me ask you something about that. Do you miss having co-hosts or do you feel your program has gone in a different direction where it works best for what you're doing with just being you? Uh, you know, I, of course you miss having you know, uh, there was always jokes being made for sure. And there's none of that when you're by yourself. Um, you you can, you can put it on a more serious level when you're by yourself, you know, but when you have co-hosts, it's funny, like you and Sean are always, you know, jabbing at one another. That's, that's the fun part of it, you know, and, and y'all, y'all are probably close together. I'm assuming to where, you know, it's it's easy for y'all to get together and do this, but you know, when, when we had the three, you know, me, Alex and Kevin, you know, I lived, you know, here and, and Kevin was, you know, 40 minutes north and Alex was 40 minutes southeast. You know, we all had to get together and, and, and do that. And, uh, you know, and if it takes a couple hours to do one, then you're up till 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night before you get the back, to, you know, get back to the house. So, oh, yeah. Right. We've, we've uh, had a few but, where we stumbled out at two in the morning. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, it's fun having co-hosts for sure, because you get like, you know, you get to have a little fun with it and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think having just one person, it probably stays more on a serious level, which is good and bad at the same time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, is there anything general overall at this point, like that you wish your listeners knew or understood about, you know, I know you've already talked about the work that goes into it and the time mixing down. Is there anything else that uh, listeners you think 
you wish they were more aware of, like as far as the behind the scenes stuff or how, how hard it is to, to schedule people to get on the show. And, you know, I mean, I can list a million challenges and I'm sure you've been through them as well, but is there anything that you wish the listener would just understand going into the whole thing? A listener? No, but I tell you what I wish listeners did more of, and that would be input. You know, I wish listeners would go and, leave more reviews on the podcast. That's yeah. how we get ranked. We get ranked up, you know, and, and I wish they would, you know, send emails. Hey, I enjoyed that episode. Have you thought about getting, you know, so-and-so on and talking to him about the same thing, but we do it for the listeners. Right. You know, so I want the feedback from the listeners, whether it be in a review, whether it be in an email, Facebook message, I don't care what it is, but send us, you know, send me some, you know, send me some information. Tell me what you want to yeah. hear. And, and I'll try to drive it in that direction, mm-hmm. you know, without any of that, I'm just kind of doing what I want to do, but yeah. I want to do what the listeners want to do. Maybe you know? a little bit more interaction from your listeners. Yeah. You know, I thought, I thought about one thing that would be pretty cool is to have a live show where people <laughs> could call, call in. Yeah. We've, we've talked about that too. I just, I don't know how you make all the logistics work with that. Well, I don't either. I hadn't thought about it, but I just thought it would be a good idea. I think, I think it'd be it, very it would be cool. Fun. It would be very cool. But you have to schedule the time to where, whether you're East Coast or West Coast, that people could call in. You know what I mean? And that makes it tough, uh, yeah. especially if you plan it like every day on such and such a time. There's going to be mm-hmm. people that might be working on the West Coast if you're on the East Coast and you're already done with work and you're doing it in the evening. So right. it's like that's going to limit the people that are going to call. Uh, yeah. or call in or interact with you. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe I'm overthinking things, but just seems like there'd be a lot of uh, logistics to work out to make sure that everything happens in real time to make it seem like it's seamless, you know? Yeah, I would, I would be, I would be the episode where nobody called and I would, just be, <laughs> I would just be sitting there, you know, waiting. That's what we wondered so. too. It's like, oh, that'd be like crickets chirping in the background and we <laughs> still have to be doing the same old, same old. Yeah, I was surprised I didn't see you guys up at the regional in, at, in Illinois. I oh figured my, you'd be there. You and about everybody else that was up there. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, yeah. it, it's. I'll be honest with you, you know, and and I've said this before on the show. It's like we want to go to all of them. I we would have go yeah. to every single one on the circuit. You know, all the regionals, the U.S. Open, the nationals, and it's. And the bottom line is, is we just we got to pick and choose what we can go to, and that's the same with a lot of people that are shooting right now. You know, I mean. The prices to travel have gone sky high. We don't even need to bring up ammo. Everybody and their brother's done that online. But um, the the prices of everything have gone up so much, it's just hard to get out to all these shoots. Yeah, yeah, well, I agree. It is hard to get there for sure. Uh, I noticed that you did go to Ohio State. How oh, yeah. was that? Like it was good. Yeah, it was a very good shoot. Actually, we broke another record, 500-plus this year. So uh, I think we're third. Like Texas is first, Georgia's second, and we're the third biggest yeah. state shoot in the country. So, mm-hmm. you know, I and mean, we had a lot of big names come out there. Bill McGuire was there, and Wendell was there, and Eric Harvey. Eric Harvey was there. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was just really, and Chad, Chad Roberts came. So, I mean, you know, there's some big names that came to that shoot. And I think talk's been getting around. Uh, of course, having it at Hillendale is absolutely no negative thing there. That's a great club to go shoot at. I mean, it's just a beautiful course overall. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. And uh, we're glad, you know, to be a part of it and be able to help push it and, Make it uh, yeah. make it bigger and better every year. So, so I got a, I got a challenge for you in that in that regards, Justin. All right. I tell you what. Now Sean's got the reins. He's got he's been put on a short leash for next year. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll come down there to Georgia State if you'll come up here to Ohio State next year. 
What do you think? I, mean, I, could, I could probably work that out. All right, let's, I mean, let's do it. I, we'll, thought, I thought it was going to be like a big challenge, like something <laughs> I didn't want to do. Yeah, I you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anytime yeah. you get to go to a shoot, it's it's a fun challenge, right? So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But That's right. Well, the Meadows has it next year. So. I know. I Dominic's already – he was harassing me six months ago about it. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And, and you know, I, I made my first trip down there. I think we probably crossed paths somewhere because I think you went to the Camille cup as I was mm-hmm. going to the Trident cup. And yeah. so I was down there at Meadows and that was the first time I'd ever been to Meadows and, and wow, what a neat place. Um, you guys, you, y'all got some nice clubs down there. I mean, I think yeah, we do. Yeah. Any, anybody that's wanting to get out and spread their wings a little bit from up here in the Northeast, they need to get down to Georgia. Cause man, I, I mean, you see, you got Meadows, you got Big Red Oak. Um, uh, uh, what's your local club there, Justin? That's well, Meadows is the closest to me. You got, you got. So where I live, I live in Middle Georgia, you okay. know, Bacon, Warner Robins area. So if I leave here and go north, I'm going to hit the Meadows in about 45 minutes. And then if I go a little bit further north in about another 25 minutes, I'll be at Cherokee Rose. Okay, okay. If you Cherokee go Rose. If, if you go southeast and be in Savannah in a couple hours, or you can go out. You know, for me, would be, I guess, northwest, and I could hit Big Red Oak in about an hour and 30 minutes or so. So we got some good clubs that are around here, you know, nice ones. And all of those are nice. So um, I went to the Meadows this past weekend. We shot the NWTF, uh, the turkey shoot there. Man, that was a turnout. Holy cow. That's that's what I was about to say. It was loaded with 500-some shooters, I think is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. uh, You know, uh, something cool on the super sport that they did. And I haven't experienced this at a tournament yet, but super sport, when we started, we started on every other station. So there was a station that was empty in between everybody. And from what I, I think that's how it happened. That's how it was between us anyway. And the trapper rode with you. So hmm. he kept the cards and he rode around with you through super sporting the same trapper. You know, he got to know you and cutting jokes with you and stuff like that. But that was fun. The, the, the main event was really good. Um, I took my nine-year-old. That was his first tournament was at, at the uh, at the Meadows this weekend, and he had a big time, and uh, I enjoyed watching that. So, yeah, it was it was a good turnout and a good time, and uh, it was fun. So, Well, what you're talking about with trappers, we do that a lot up here, um, especially if it's a smaller shoot. They'll send a trapper out with the squad, and they just go to every yeah, station had, with you. I hadn't had that happen yet. It's kind of cool I, that way, though. It is, yeah, yeah. It is. It's neat. Yep. I didn't expect that at all, but that was cool. So, yeah, I'm, I, you know, I don't know what I'm, I don't know where I'm going next. I really don't. I'm, I've got some shoots. Uh, I'm not going to the northeast. Um, I'm not going to the southeast. I don't think. So I don't. I don't know what I'm doing next. I'll be at nationals, but you know, I don't. I don't know what I got planned. It's probably local stuff. Yeah. But, well, diving diving back, Justin. Let me go back on another track, if you don't mind. So obviously, you you were kind of the OG. A podcast guy for sporting clays and then me and jason started ours shortly thereafter uh when mm-hmm. you changed to shotgun sports usa but since then there's been quite a few of them that's popped up you know we've uh, got mm-hmm. the clay lab guys there's a few guys making videos uh other than them and then i've i've seen we've seen what three or four pop up on um, apple podcast yeah stuff. but they don't stick around but no so. no I, I get that but i'm just saying so with that said and being as small of community as this is I mean, do you think there's still room to grow and, and add more to it at this point, or or do you think we're kind of saturated at this point? Um, 
that's a hard question to answer because you could have somebody that's really creative that could come up and do something that nobody's done yet. As far as doing what we do, I mean, uh, you know, I, I honestly feel that everything gets covered. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying I, I would I would not ever discourage somebody from doing something, but uh, you know, it would it would just be another avenue for listening to the same content, as far as I'm concerned. As, if, as far as a podcast is concerned, I should say. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, the, the video is where everything's going now, as we all know. I mean, every 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 big podcast that you listen to, not related to shooting, is on video. You know, and the, and the Clay Lab guys are doing a great job with, you know, getting some of that that content out that's um, that you don't see much of. You know how the how stuff's made and and you know doing some some testimonial work for for some of the different brands, but. Um, I think that's where it's going. So y'all better get ready. ready (laughs) Well, and that's interesting. You say that Justin, because it's like, you know, if you're thinking about looking at your listeners or your viewers, you know, Jason was a huge podcast guy, like, because he was always on the road traveling. I, I, on the other hand was 10 minute drive to work. Right. So I never really Mm -hmm. listened to podcast podcasts much. And I found them too distracting to try to listen to him at my desk when I was doing work at my computer or whatever. So, I mean, for certain people, they're always looking for a podcast because they've got, you know, hours and hours behind the wheel every day uh, because of a long commute or whatever. So you got those people that look forward to a podcast. And I know that there's other people that maybe they go home at night. They don't want to commit to an hour, hour and a half podcast, but maybe they'll jump on YouTube and they'll watch a video. Right. So are, are we missing anybody in the sport? Like as far as catering to a certain segment or are we, I'm just kind of grasping at straws here thinking, is there anything that we've left out or is there any, any rock that we haven't overturned yet? I think that video, I think there's a huge market in the video as far as for people. I mean, you got to think how many people are on YouTube and just type in uh, you know, shotgun shooting or whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a huge, there's a huge market on YouTube, especially for, for having video out there. I mean, you know, both of us post, our audio version of our podcast to YouTube, it just goes there, but Mm -hmm. it's, you know, the video part of it. I mean, you can look at some of these guys that are doing it and the amount of followers that they get. I mean, whoever the clay lab just worked with, I don't, I can't recall their name, but they've got almost a hundred thousand followers and they talk about guns, you know? So I think it's there. I just think you have to do it. (laughs) So speaking of that, Justin, you know, your affiliates are, for the shotgun sports network or, or both clay lab and um, two shots podcast with Gary, how did all yeah. that come about? I mean, was that something that you kind of sought them out or was it the other way around? Or, I mean, if you don't mind sharing uh, with us, well, Gary, I mean, Gary is such a, he's got such a personality and people just find him funny. And I told him one day, I said, you need to just start a podcast. I don't care. What, I don't care what you talk about. I don't care what kind of language you use. Just start one and just come up with some stuff. Matter of fact, he's releasing one here in the next day or two. But um, as far as a clay lab, I I just saw them on YouTube. I found them when they had like, I mean, it was it was small, ninety subscribers maybe, and I just contacted Scott and said, hey, you know, let's let's work together a little bit, and and uh, and they've done really well. I'm really impressed with the video quality that they have, and you know, we've met with them and you know went to dinner with them and and done some stuff with them, and they're just they started on their own. I just found them through YouTube, you know, kind of like they found Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> right up there with Justin. So, yeah. But 
you know, it's so, uh, it's been fun, man, for sure. You so know. here's one for you, Justin. All right. What about shooting and doing the podcast? I mean, I'm sure you have people coming up to you at shoots all the time, um, just like we do. Have you found a way to have that separation to where you can still – I know you love to compete just like we do. Um, have you found a way to find that separation and go compete and do your best without all the side distractions? You know, like this weekend at the turkey shoot, for example, I shot with two guys, very, very nice guys, and – when we were done, they said, Hey, I just want, I didn't want to bring it up while you were shooting, you know, but we enjoy listening to the podcast. I mean, most people are respectful about that. You yeah. Know? Oh they, yeah, absolutely. You know, so it, it, you know, it, it don't, it don't bother me. I mean, it's, you know, I, I don't, it don't affect my competing at all. I mean, you know, if, if I was worried about how good or bad I was shooting, I'd probably go practice a little bit, but um, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, I, I, I enjoy people coming up and, and, and giving me their, you know, give me some, give me advice and, you know, they like it. Tell me good. If you don't like it, that's fine too. And, you know, it don't bother me though. Well, I'm, I'm sure you're the same as we are. I mean, our biggest drive to continue doing this and, and the reason why we do it is because we do get people that come up to us and thank us for what we have been doing. I mean, obviously what yeah. we're doing is not changing the world, so to speak, or solving, you know, the world's problems. But as far as a clay shooter goes, I mean, I feel like, you know, both of our podcasts bring a lot of good information to people who want to learn and want to grow in the sport. And it's just really rewarding when they come up to you at whatever tournament or event that you're at. And then they take the time to say, hey, man, you know, they shake your hand. They say, really enjoy what you guys are doing. I listen to you guys, you know, all the time. And I I really enjoyed this episode with so-and-so. I mean, that to me drives me more than anything, you know, as far as just knowing that I'm helping people out, knowing that people are, are listening to us and actually taking away something from the podcast. So to me, that's, yeah. that's the cream of the crop right there. I mean, that's, that's what we do it for. You know, yep. I don't do I don't do it for myself. Right. So it's, you know, we do it for those people that, that maybe can't get to a coach and want to hear what some people have to say and, mm-hmm. yeah. and, you know, and just listen to I mean, about anything, you know, well, about the products that, that help us out and all that stuff. So. Well, and like you said, I mean, you know, you're from Georgia. We're from Ohio. We got a lot of good clubs close by. There's a lot of people living in a lot of states across this country that don't have access to good clubs. Oh, yeah. You know, so they're at a big disadvantage. And unless they really want to buckle down and travel to some of these bigger shoots and stuff, they don't have the opportunities that we have, right? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I podcast think, uh, is the next best thing. I think. I think it was Malcolm Parker. He said it about both Justin's show and our show. You know, if you pay attention to during these podcasts, they can be a little mini lesson in themselves. Mm-hmm. And you know, you when when we have when we have these top level shooters on and we're asking them questions. I mean, if people pay attention, they kind of spill the beans on what got them to the top. I mean, right. Whether it's a technique or a method or a mental thing or whatever. I mean, it's so yeah. I mean, they could be lessons in themselves. Hey, I got I got something cool. Maybe you don't know this without looking at stats, but what are your top five episodes? Uh, I think the I think the Anthony and David debate is still one of our top episodes, right, Jason? And the mental thing we did with David, mental focus. Yeah, mental with focus with David Radulovich. That was another big um, one. Um, our controversial podcast is still hanging there. <clears> in the top yeah, with three, Mister Ben Hustway. <laughs> uh, um, I'm trying to think what the other two are. Uh, I have to go back and look, Justin, to be honest with you. I haven't looked in a while. I just pulled it up. So my my number one is George Digweed. Gary Fitzgerald is number two. 
Man, that's like polar opposites right there, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> yeah, Gary Fitzgerald. Then you got I got Desi. That was a good talking about, about practice, and uh, then I got Scott Robertson. And then when we did the, the U.S. Open thing with Rick, when I had like seventy-three people on there, uh, that was <laughs> that, that was up there too. So that's that's my top five. You know, I have a lot of people ask me, "What's your what's your number one podcast?" Or you know, so um. Uh, there you go. There's top five. Uh, I can tell so. you right now, anything to do with Anthony is going to be up there. Anything to do with George is going to be up there. People love hearing from David, even though he rambles more than anybody I know. <laughs> um, but, yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's funny, though, because, and, and Justin, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Sean and I have got done with the podcast and, like, high five and man, this is awesome. That was an awesome episode. Tons of great content. And then the numbers just aren't there. And it's like, really? And then we'll release one. And it was like, man, I don't know about this or whatever. And then it skyrockets. It's like, yeah. wow, maybe we're missing the mark here somewhere. Yeah, but. it's hard to sell. Yeah. Well, that's where you got to you know, rely on the, on the listeners to tell you what you, you know, what you like or what they like, I guess. Mm-hmm. Kind of go that direction. No, no names mentioned, Justin, speaking yeah. of all this. <laughs> but have you done podcasts in the past that you weren't proud of? Uh, as far as proud what? of like the, the guest, the guest <laughs> or, proud of- or the content, <laughs> either one, I, 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 you know, I don't, I mean, there might've been a few that I, the guests no, because I mean, the guests are up to me. I'm the one that picks the guests. So if, if they're coming on, it's because of me. So if it's got to do with the questions or the content, and I put some out thinking, you know, I don't, I don't know how that's going to take with the people, but I mean, the content maybe. You know, I'm, I'm, there's probably a couple, but as far as the guests now, because I've, I've asked everyone on, so that's that. <laughs> when you started it, when did you realize how much work it was actually going to be to put these things together and produce them week after week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, probably in the, in the, I'll tell you this, the second, I think the second episode we did on Behind the Break was with David Radulovich. And... I didn't know how to get somebody on the phone, you know, and that kind of stuff. I, the second episode is when I figured out. <laughs> you know, second week of doing it, it, it was, you know, it was, are you there, David? Are you not there? I mean, is this recording? Is it, you know, <laughs> I'm pointing at Sean right now. Our second episode was with Chad. Yeah. And the dog was barking in the background. Yeah, he was at his house, and the dogs, yeah. I don't know, the neighbor was out, and the dog was barking, and Chad's like, I'm trying to get the yeah. dog to shut up. I'm sorry, blah, 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 and, blah. And Sean was, at that time, Sean was trying to figure out the editing software. This was way back before my wife was helping us, and he said, what was it, like an hour's worth of recording you whittled down to 30 minutes yeah. because of all of the stuff that he had cut? And it took you, what, like almost a week of working on it a couple hours here and there to yeah. figure it out. Well, I mean, I didn't know the software like I do now, and I, I didn't, you know, I, I, I've i never done that kind of stuff before. But I figured it out, and it, it was good enough, I guess, to put a podcast out on. But like you said, Justin, I mean, you learn from every podcast you do, and you yeah. get better at it as you keep going. So, mm-hmm. but Yeah. Um, y'all, do y'all ever have any uh, any, like, aspirations to do a podcast out of shooting? I've thought about it, but I mean, you know, the thing of it is, I think during the whole COVID years, I think there was a lot of podcasts started because basically people were trapped in their homes. Oh, it was like wildfire. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we went from having a, a couple, 
maybe a couple thousand to tens or maybe hundreds of thousands of podcasts within a couple years. Um, so, I mean, you know, I, what do you, what do I know enough about to have a podcast about me? I could, I got to assign business and printing and stuff like that, but I don't think that's going to be a real page turner. Um, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? For, for most people, I mean, maybe guys in the industry would find that. And it's just like you, I mean, you could talk about dealerships and cars and all that stuff may be interesting to people that work in the industry, but most people aren't going to, you know, tune in for that. So what do you have a podcast about? I mean, pick your poison. Um, we all can't be Joe Rogan. I mean, we know that. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I mean, you could, you could do a lot of different things, but I guess it really depends on from what angle you're doing it from. Well, the only the only two things that I really like that I'm good at is either drinking or well, I'm not even good at shooting. So <laughs> I don't think anybody, yeah. I don't think anybody but you wants enjoy to, it. That's why well, we yeah, do it. Right. So, so um, now I don't think anybody wants to hear about me drinking, and they darn sure don't want to hear about my shooting. So yeah, I think doing what we're doing is all I can do. Um, so what what guests have you not had on that you want to have on? You you know of one. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, there's a couple that we've, uh, I mean, we just got Wendell on not too long ago and we've been trying for a very long time to, to get with him and his schedule. So that worked out well. And I thought that was a really good podcast because, you know, Wendell Mm -hmm. was really just talkative and really wanted to go down a lot of different avenues. Uh, And then we finally did George uh, this year. Uh, Ben was a big one. I'm trying to think of some of the other guys that we've kind of hashed around there's a few other names that we've tried to schedule and it's just always been like a scheduling conflict or we couldn't find time to in their schedule or our schedule to do it uh i mean there's a few people still hanging around it just it just really depends on like your circle i guess more than anything you know the people that you have on the show tell the people that they know yeah these guys are okay they're cool you know it's it's a it's a fun time blah 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 but uh, yeah. there's definitely a lot more people out there that we'd love to do shows with that we haven't yet. So, well, what about someone that you know probably isn't coming on the show? You know, like like Trump or somebody. Who would you wish that you could get on your show? Oh wow! You know what I'm saying? To, to ask questions to, not 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 necessarily about shooting, just in general. Who would you like to have on you? You know, who would you like to have on your show? Mm, that's a good question. I really. I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't wow, know. That Jason. stumped me. I I think I'd like to have Trump Jr. You know, if I had to have somebody on that that I would never get on, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But well, and I the, think it'd be somebody like Trump Jr. Yeah, and the other thing is too, you know, it's like you said, Jay, Justin. You got to be careful about who you get on because I know most people in the gun camp lean one way politically, but you also have to be sensitive about the other people, and they might take that as an offense. So you don't want to. Risk lo- I mean, that's one thing me and Jason's always tried to be is non-political in our podcast because yeah. people's oh, people's man. politics are people's politics. And I think once you cross that line, you might, you know, alienate a portion of your audience at that point. So yeah. we're really careful about what we what we say. And we don't go too far down the rabbit hole in that regard. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You, you just got to be careful. You really yeah. do. It's it's the times we live in. Yep, yeah, I agree. I think Grace Callahan needs to start one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she could sit there and talk forever. I think she's a good yeah. she's a good girl, though. I like Grace. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Always smiling. Yep. So and, what y'all got going on next? What's up? What's what's coming up next? Uh, good. I mean, I don't know which ones Jules has got mixed down yet. I have no idea. Yeah, there's a couple more, but we we I don't know if you do this or not, but we try to keep like three or four in the bank, and oh. I I kind of give them to her, and she's like. Oh boy, this one's getting pushed back. 
<laughs> this is a lot of work. Yeah, but um, so I used to do the same thing: record, you know, two or three or four out, and you know, you have some. I guess you kind of have maybe a, a a week or two off because you got four, you know, ready right. to go. But what I what I have found in doing that is that I miss all the news. Yeah. So you know what I mean. So if it's I kind of like to do mine as I go because I want to make sure that I, I get all the news in there. The time, yeah. so the time sensitive stuff. Every, everything is current. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's doing it like you do it. I've done it before. You know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. Well, but then you just kind of miss the news. That's what's most important to us is that even if it is something that maybe was a little time sensitive, if it's still good mm-hmm. information, still something that will help somebody, you know? Yeah, sure. That's right. Is there a guest that you haven't had on? I know you said Trump Jr., but is there a guest that you have on you haven't had on in the shooting industry that you would like to have on? I mean, there's probably. Uh, I mean, right off the top of my head, I can't think of. Um, I can't. You know, I couldn't call any. I mean, the the biggest one to date is is Brandon Powell, and you know, I haven't I haven't had him on, of course, and I don't think you have either. But it's. You know, that's that's the one that's, that's that's in the top of the news right now. So, I, you know, that's probably the biggest one that people are. I mean, some are looking for and some aren't looking for. But, you know, um, it's uh, other than that. I mean, I, you know, I, I like to talk to all kind of different people. I like to see it's like when we did uh, when I did Sean Mainland with Kohler. And, uh-huh. you know, it's just cool talking to people that's that's in that. And, you know, with Casey, Casey Renner at uh, Renner and at uh at Claybot. I mean, stuff like that is interesting to me. I don't know if it's interesting to everybody else, but talking to people that are in that behind the scenes stuff that, you know, yeah. that brings the product to Abs- the people is, is, is what interests me. Absolutely. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. You know, those kind of people with, you know, with ammo, ammo people and, and gun people and, uh, products and stuff that we use and stuff that we see every day. Uh, I, I've kind of got an interest in that, you know, sure, right? Uh, and, and and seeing how that how that works and how it how it comes to life and you know things like that is what I is what I kind of like and kind of what I want to do. You know, everybody's talked, everybody's heard from the shooters. Yeah. You know? So keep it different, keep it new. You got to have you know new ideas, and I'm always thinking about it, probably yep. just like you guys are. Yep, so, got to keep reinventing the wheel, man. Yeah. That's, well, yeah, that's right. So one last question for you, Justin, and we can cut this out if you don't want this out there, but you brought up Brandon Powell. Yeah. Do you have reservations about getting somebody like Brandon on? Because there is so much controversy surrounding him. I mean, he's kind of like the, the Ben of the United States. I mean, I don't, I wasn't around when he was shooting full-time before. Um, of course, yeah. of course we've all heard the stories, right? So you don't know what yeah. you can believe, what you can't believe. Do you have reservations about putting an individual that has a bunch of controversial background on, on your podcast? No, not at all. As a matter of fact, you know, it doesn't bother me at all. And, you know, uh, it's, I'm going to ask the questions, right? you know, so, so, and this isn't got to do with Brandon, so to speak, or anybody else, you know, I'm going to ask the questions and and that's what you're going to hear. If it's, uh, if it's, if you don't want to listen to who, who I have on, don't listen to it. And, but listen, it's about shooting. Okay. We're talking to people that are good at shooting. 
Right. I'm not getting on here ask, asking people, you know, what did you do this past weekend at your house? It don't, you know, I'm not asking what you did 15 years ago to offend somebody. I'm, I'm just, I'm talking about shooting and how you got to where you are and why are you so good? Right. Not, not anything negative, you know? So, I, I mean, I'd get him on, you know, well, I don't have a problem with that. Now, yeah. some people won't like that, but that's okay. Right. That's okay. Well, and see, you know, I, I, I got probably five times the heat that Sean did when we had Ben on. Uh, and I'll, I'll be honest with you right now about that. But my biggest thing was is, and, and I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, I'll just go ahead and throw this out there. I cannot stand Hillary Clinton, okay? But I don't call <laughs> CNN and write them dirty emails and nasty messages and stuff every time they have her on there, okay? So yeah. why are you, if you hate Ben Huswade, why are you calling the podcast hosts and ripping him because he had him on the show. You know, if if you have an issue with the man, take it up with the man. Don't call the outlet that, you know, the news outlet, you know, does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I mean, it's just, you know, I've had, you probably have too, a lot of requests to have Brandon on here lately because of what he's been doing lately. He's been shooting really well. And Brandon's always shot well, you know, and me and Brandon back in the day, we didn't see eye to eye at all. And, and, you know, I mean, he's, he's come back into the sport and he's, he's, uh, he's come up to me. He's talked to me. He's shook my hand and as well as everybody else that I know of that may have had issues with him. I mean, there's some that haven't, but some, there's a lot that have. Now, I don't know what, if there's a resolution there or not, but you know, I mean, he can shoot. Oh yeah. That's just, that's just the the bottom line. The man knows how to shoot and, and, you know, he's left eye dominant, right hand shooter. I did not know that. Yeah. Somebody will say, Oh, that's not true. But I've asked him several times just because I, I just can't believe it. But he says, Yeah, I mean that's that's a fact. So you know, I mean stuff like that. How, how does how does a left eye dominant shooter that's right handed win the US open if it's if it's not the right way to do things? Right. You know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, that kind of that's 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 what I'm more more interested in. I don't I don't care what you did in the past, whatever. That, that is what it is. Yeah, that's I mean, a, that that's a head case, scratcher. It, if that if that was the case, hell, they need to talk about all of us a little bit. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? yeah. I mean, yeah. So no, I mean it's uh, you know it's content. Yeah, yeah. yeah some absolutely. people want to hear it. Some people want. Some people won't listen to this, but that's okay. You know, that's why they got a pause button or a back button or whatever it is. You don't have to. Right. So, right. But anyway. Well, Justin, this has been awesome, man. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Um, you know, you're welcome to come back on anytime. I know we'll, we'll be catching up with you down there at the Nationals. Um, yeah, we got some big plan. We're not going to talk about that. You're right. Talk about that right yet, but <laughs> we got some, we got some big stuff planned. Yeah. It's Hopefully. coming, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Just gotta keep the wraps on it for now. Yeah. That, that's right. That's right. I think we'll but, I think I think both of our podcasts will be talking about it here in the near future. So Yeah, you're right. So, so but thanks guys for having me on. I appreciate you calling and and uh if I could ever do anything for you, please let me know. I'll be glad to do it. All right, Justin. It's great having you on, man. You enjoy the rest of your evening. All right. See y'all. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Well, was it what you expected? Uh I I was, didn't have any expectations. I didn't know what to expect, honestly. Well, I think that basically... Wait a minute. Okay. Was it what you expected? Yes and no. 
Okay, Be- first time a yes. All right, so the yes is what was what what I felt was very refreshing. Me and you were in this studio, you know, day in and day out doing what we do, right? So we know what we're doing on our end. Right. It's really neat to talk to somebody else that's doing basically the same thing. I mean, not the same program, but <laughs> d- going through the same motions. Right. Having the same struggles. Having the same challenges, <laughs> yes. the, the same funny stories and crap that we deal with, he's dealing with. Right. So it makes you, you know, comrade in arms or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, so I really, I really, you know, can relate to Justin. I'm sure that, you know, he, he feels the same about us. Okay. So now tell me why it wasn't what you expected. Well, I, I don't know. I guess maybe I just thought more of, uh, I don't know, maybe he was going to delve into some mystical secrets that got him going. Cause I mean, he was the first guy on the scene in this, yeah. in this arena. Right. You know, so I was kind of thinking there was going to be a bigger backstory or something like that, but nope, there just, I, there wasn't any clay podcast. So I just decided to make one. Right. Okay. Well, that's, that's easy. Well, I actually started listening to podcasts back in like 2008, 2009. Um, was still, even though I had broke my neck and back in Oh five, I was still, I'm still heavily into motocross. I still listen to the same motocross podcast. Mm-hmm. Anybody's thinking, really? You listen to a motocross podcast? Yes. Yes, I do. And by the way, it's 10 times bigger than us and Justin put together. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's huge. Okay. That industry is 10 times sporting clays. Um, but anyway, I was listening to the Pulp MX, Pulp MX podcast back in 2008, 2009 uh, is when I got started. And I actually won a trip. I won a contest. I remember this. Won a trip to Las Vegas. Yep. Stayed at the, is it called the Aria or Aria Hotel in Las Vegas? I can't remember. A-R-I-A. Uh, five-star hotel at the time. Right. It might still be, I don't know. Plus tickets to the Monster Energy Super, or Monster Energy Supercross race in Las Vegas. It was awesome. Loved it. Had a great time. And so I kind of had a taste for what podcasts were all about. He does things a little different, and I think it would probably drive some of our listeners nuts if we went about it that way. But you're also talking about a much younger crowd that listens. To well, that I mean, and let's face it, motocross is a little different than sporting clays. Just yeah, the attitudes and every everybody the adrenaline, involved, the testosterone, mm-hmm. the personalities, on, yeah, the personalities, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like covered in tattoos is not appropriate on a fee task course right so, <laughs> so Gu- guzzling red bulls all day long guzzling red bulls and hammering monsters and yeah so but anyway i had an idea what podcasts were all about and i knew what i liked and what i didn't like and what i wanted to hear what i didn't want to hear um that being said justin had a lot of great things the guests were awesome I think he did a really good job with content, with editing, and and you you heard him tonight. He even talked about the the audio quality is the biggest thing to him. Yeah, and he does a really really good job with that. He really does. And my wife's listened to several of his podcasts, and it's like wow, it's so clear, and it just pushes her. But well, and overall, I mean, maybe a lot of people might be asking at this point if you're still listening that you know why did we do this podcast? I think it's just important to number one illustrate that there's plenty of room for all of us in this deal. Um, and, Absolutely. And, and I feel like, you know, Justin's podcast and our podcast are, are well-defined, and people yes. that shoot in our sport know us. Yeah. Um, and they listen to us, or, or they don't, or one or the other, you know, whatever. But I think overall, I think it was just nice to be able to sit down with him and talk and hopefully get some information out there about why we do what we do, and the struggles that we all have to overcome in yeah. doing it, hurting cats, 
<laughs> last minute cancellations. Yes. You know, and all that stuff that drives me and you well, wacky. And I, and I hope people understand. I mean, look, this isn't a big educational podcast. If you're wanting to work on your swing through technique, this wasn't the podcast for that, right? No. But I wanted to do this for a couple of reasons. Because, Sean, you even looked at me strange when I said we got Justin Barker lined up. And I wanted to do this for a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to squash anything out there about the two podcasts are against yeah, each other. Yeah, competition or whatever. You know, yeah. Right, right they're in competition. You know, we're not in competition. The second reason was I wanted people to understand, not just from our viewpoint, but from the other podcast standpoint, of what it takes to put one of these together. Yeah. I mean, whether you care or not doesn't matter, but at least now, before you can complain about something, maybe you can understand a little bit. Right. Um, understand that it takes sponsors because this is expensive to do, Right. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I just had to put that down payment on that new Learjet, so. You got a Learjet? Dude, come on. Do I need to go buy a printer? <sighs> <laughs> so, anyway, but you, no. Um, you're missing the sarcasm, I, Jason. I get No, it. I mean, I for those it. of you guys that think we're just, you know, raking in the millions and stuff, we spend all of our money going out there and doing what we love. We, we, we yes. go to shoots. We, everybody knows how expensive it is. Travel, hotels. The shooting registration, you know, it's five, six hundred bucks to go to a U.S. Open or more. You know? uh, more than that. Well, I'm just saying, if you just shoot like the main and a couple side events, you know, if you shoot everything, you might have a thousand dollars or more in registration fees and options and options. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then we're not even talking about lunch or or beers afterwards. No, wait a minute. What's a golf cart going to cost us for the nationals? Ooh, probably like eight fifty. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Eight fifty. Yeah, just for a golf cart. For a golf cart. So, yeah, I mean, it, it costs money to go to these daggone things, and uh, this is why we do it. This helps pay for our travel so that we can be there and bring more news to you guys. Right. Uh, but, you know, certainly not going to retire anytime soon. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. But, so, anyway, I think it was good having Justin on, and I hope somebody somewhere out there now understands. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, our problems are, are similar, and that was kind of what the neat part of the conversation was, is it's so much mirrored. The same yeah. experiences that me and you have. And, and one thing that was not mentioned, and I think this is true, I think we feed off of each other. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I want to know what Justin's doing. I'm sure he's checking us out and seeing what we're doing, who yeah. we're having on, and and hopefully that gives us a little spark of inspiration I for, think for it's each a, of us. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. I really do. So um, he had some interesting, some interesting points, and uh, we'll see if we can't work together on some of the stuff. Yeah, we'll see him down at the Nationals this year, so yeah, we'll absolutely. talk more. I'm sure we'll have a couple beers and kick back and tell stories beers or whatever are you Bur- wearing, are you bourbons wearing, are you wearing your skirt to the nationals beers bourbon now don't <laughs> hey you can't you can't judge people like their oh, beer man come oh, on all right. no i didn't no no offense no offense i'm just kidding all right listen this has been awesome sean we got to pay the bills do it and we do that by our wonderful sponsors people that we love yep thank you thank products you thank we, you thank you products that we believe in yep sean what kind of vest covers that large mammal body of yours? Well, it's a bear pelt vest, of course. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, because, number one, it's the most comfortable vest I've ever worn. Okay. And, number two, it makes me look not as bad as I usually look. <laughs> <laughs> was was that the right Was that the right explanation? <laughs> that was not the answer I thought you would say, but I love it. All right, cool. And Okay, so when you go to the course, you're traveling – airplane or your by the way sean is not only not only a large mammal friend of mine he also drives a four-wheel drive limousine yes four-door eight-foot bed crew, diesel, crew cab crew diesel. cab mega yep. whatever mm-hmm. yeah 
Give and me 40 acres and I'll turn this rig around. That's right. the song that plays when I'm and driving. And what do you put that sp- spaghetti stir stick of yours in? Well, it goes in my Negrini case, of Absolutely. course. Absolutely, and it protects it, doesn't it? Oh, well, hell yeah. It does a great job. And small and portable. Small and portable. Yes, very easy to travel with. So you step into the box. Mm-hmm. You see your show pair. Mm-hmm. What are you dropping in the barrel? Well, white gold. Why wouldn't I? Why? Because they eat targets alive. Do they? They shred them. What size shop? Oh, seven and a half. I'm a seven and a half guy. I know you're an eight guy. I'm a seven and a half guy. You're only half behind me. Okay. <laughs> I'm a big guy, big shot. And when you're looking at those targets, how are you seeing them? What are you, what are you seeing them through? Very clearly through my Ranger React lenses. I love it. Love it. And what kind of targets are you breaking? Well, white flyer. Is there any other target out there? I don't know. And what kind of hat is protecting your 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 little precious eyeballs from the sun? Well, that's the folded wing hats, of course. I like it. There you go. <laughs> I see where you're going with all this. And now, so, okay, you've called for your pair. Mm-hmm. You saw that target, that white flower target, clearly. Mm-hmm. You just inkballed it with some white golds. Mm-hmm. What kept your little eardrums from exploding? Well, my Odopros from, from Dr. Grace. I, I mean... I mean, duh. Duh. And also, I'll go a step further. What helped control that shot and reduce the muzzle jump was my rhino barrel porting. Yes. And my elite chokes. Your elite chokes kept that pattern tight. Kept that pattern tight and crushed that clay. And you know what? I bet you that target was consistent because it came off of what kind of trap? Well, an atlas. Right? It was the same target every time. What are you talking? Crazy Wasn't no, Wasn't no no bird, no bird, right? Right. You got to dust that pair. That was the exact same line every time, same speed, off of an. It's like you're reading my mind, Jason. Where are you? You know, I'm just I'm a I'm a listen. I'm the Nostradamus of sporting clays. Okay, Okay, that's a new one on me. But yeah, go for it. So now that I've fed everybody this line of crap that I'm carrying around. Sean Alley, what do we tell everybody every week? Take somebody new shooting. Take them to a tournament. Take them out. Just put a gun in their hand. Go to a charity shoot. Have fun. Get out there and get people active in this sport. Help it grow. And if they can't get to a coach, there's a couple good podcasts out there. There's a couple good podcasts out there with lots of great information. Absolutely. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have anything nice to say, like Mama used to tell you, just don't say anything at all. Right. Until next week, Mr. Alley. See you all right back here on the Dead Pair Podcast.